everyone. It is so great to have you now for our second presenter for the day. Our second guest is none other than Marcy McDonald. So let me tell you a little bit about Marcy, please. So Marcy is a mindset coach and is also an international best-selling author, has an internationally certified end-of-life doula. She is the author of the book, Unstuck Yourself, and that is due out this spring. In 2022, she featured on the season two of the reality TV show, Four Days to Save the World. She helps entrepreneurs clear out the junk in their heads so they can stop wasting time, start making money, and feel better about themselves than they have ever felt before. Please join me in welcoming our second guest, Marcy McDonald. Hi, Marcy. Hey, Vicki. Thanks for having me. I am so thrilled to have you. So as always, please remind everybody where are you calling in from? Where are you uh, YouTubing in from? <laughs> I have to actually think about it because I just recently moved. I'm in West Plains, Missouri, kind of out in the country. It's lovely. Oh, super. A little snow there maybe? <laughs> mm, no, but it was definitely icy this morning. Oh, goodness. All right. So share a little bit more. I just gave a brief bio, but share a little bit of why you've gotten into doing this, um, you know, where, where you were before and how you've got to where you are now. Well, Vicki, I've been an entrepreneur much of my career, but I also went on that corporate track, climbing <laughs> that little ladder and working my butt off 80 to 90 hours a week in order to be the best in my field. And the best in my company, really. And I found that even though I got to six figures and worked with internationally famous people, was really top of my field, I started crying every day before I went to work because I felt like crap on the inside, even though on the outside, I looked like I had it all, right? Um, and I realized that I had been carrying around with me a neg negative mindset and feelings about myself and mm -hmm. about my lack of confidence, even though I presented with amazing confidence, <laughs> I still never felt that aligned inside me. And so I left my corporate job actually for family reasons, because five members of my family got sick, critically ill all at the same time. And I was the oh. only one with the resources to help. But it would turn out to be a good thing for me because I took time off for the first time in my career to really just figure out what was going on. And I went on what was going to be, once I got everyone settled, I was going to take two or three weeks off and find myself and then, you know, get, get back to work. But instead I ended up taking 10 months and traveling around the country, living outside, yeah. out of my car and house sitting, dog sitting, visiting friends, um, hiking whenever I felt like it and doing the deep work that I'd needed all the time. And during that time, I got a freelance contract working with a neuroscientist to help him convert his book into a course that had been my background, creating online courses that taught better than anybody else could on video. And when I read his book, 
a massive light bulb went off like a supernova, really, because I understood my brain for the first time. I also understood why I could be so successful and still feel so bad about myself. Hmm. And it made me see that most people are walking around with the same kinds of burdens that I was, where your negative self-talk goes on no matter what you've tried. And maybe like you or people watching this, I tried yoga, I tried Tai Chi, I tried meditation, I read every self-help book on the planet. I could have carpeted my floors <laughs> with them. I tried chanting, I tried chanting while hiking, I tried drinking, did not work. You know, I tried everything, but nothing really stuck until I understood how the brain worked. And then I started developing techniques for me to try yeah. in order to get emotionally healthy and stable for the first time wow. in my life. And that led to my becoming a mindset coach. So interesting. Goodness. How many of us are brave enough to take 10 months? and not have a plan. I, you know, not, not many. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a leap of faith. Uh, oh my goodness. So what are five simple steps that you promote to stay on track? All right. Staying on track means you have to be aware of what's going on in your brain. So the very mm -hmm. first step is to notice and Honestly, Vicki, this is one of the hardest things for people yeah. to grasp because we are so used to living with that negative self-talk in our head, mm. with that little voice that says you're not good enough or mm. what's the point, you know, or they just said, no, I'm taking it personally. It's all about how rotten I am. All yeah. those things. And I have heard, and you and I have heard in conversations mm -hmm. we've had with other people in one of the groups we're in that this stuff goes on all the all the time and oh, people don't even notice it. So the first mm -hmm. step is just notice. Pay attention to what you're telling yourself. Now there's that's your self-talk and there are things we tell ourselves like, oh, I have to remember to turn on the oven in order to put the roast in. That's a kind of self-talk, but it's just neutral. There's a kind of self-talk where we're encouraging and motivating ourselves and that's what people think of as affirmations, like you can do mm -hmm. it, or you can make 20 sales calls today, and you're, you're already a millionaire, and things like that. Those are affirmations. They're not actually true yet. They're just things you're trying to encourage mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. And then there's the negative self-talk, where you say, I, I'm a failure, or I really know that people are going to know that I'm overcharging. I'm not worth what I'm charging. Mm -hmm. That's negative self-talk. So you have to notice it. You have to pay attention to the little voices in your head and filter out what's just neutral and what is actually destructive to me mm -hmm. because it's telling me something that's bad about myself. Once you notice it, then you can question your perspective. So step number two is question that perspective. Is mm -hmm. what you're telling yourself the truth? Is it a fact or is it a story? Yeah. Fact or story? Most of what we're telling ourselves are stories. Yeah. Third, you have to recognize that how you feel is up to you. You're choosing that. So fourth, you have to choose how you want to feel. Do I want to feel like I'm an imposter? Do I want to feel like um, I'm not good enough? 
Mm. Or I'll, I have to work harder than everyone else. Or do I want to choose something else? And five, you have to practice that new feeling that you're choosing because it's practice that will enable you to break old habits of thinking and create new habits of thinking that are healthier. Mm. So notice, question, recognize, choose, and practice. Five steps. Awesome. All right. So you took this life that you've got and your experience now and wrote three books. <laughs> what are each of those books and, and how do they help those readers? Okay. The first book is called Build Happiness, Change Your Perspective and Change Your Life. This is when I was first understanding the neuroscience of the brain and recognizing that if you flip things around, it looks completely different but we don't normally flip them around. So I created something called unblocks and those are three dimensional blocks that you can write on, wash off, draw on, build with in three dimensional space. And I created more than 70 exercises where I was questioning my perspective about mm. things and writing them. So writing uses a particular part of your brain that helps you to actually practice those new things you're trying. Mm. Building things in three-dimensional space helps you visualize what you're going through in a very different way. And so it's this practical yet completely different way of walking through what it is you're thinking and unpacking them. So that book walks through all those exercises, and I created the unblocks, as they're called, to work with them. Um, at the time, it didn't occur to me that I wouldn't be able to find these blocks anywhere. And I ended up having to make them myself. So this is a limited edition book. You can still buy the unblocks and the book through me. And I use them with all my clients. So that was the first book. The second book was a collaborative book um, through Cy Blackburn, who's a great coach mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. coaches on JV partnerships. And that was about transformation. What I wrote about was how people think transformation is this miraculous thing it happens <laughs> boom you know lightning strikes and suddenly i'm a new person and it's really not that at all no. it's a series of cascading events one thing leads to another like dominoes toppling over but you keep adding dominoes and yeah. your life keeps changing so don't expect and then be disappointed if you go to a great program like today's summit maybe you you'll definitely get wisdom out of it or you go on a retreat and you come back all buzzed but then it doesn't stick yeah. what makes it stick is understanding that you have to work it and that's what my third book unstuck yourself daily practice will change with the right tools will change your life because it it is work nobody wants the truth of this that yeah. I am where I am today. I'm a very stable, confident, emotionally healthy and happy person, but I still have to do my things. You know, I still have to pay attention. I still have to notice. Mm -hmm. I still have to question is, am I telling myself a story here? Is it a fact or is it real? But the beautiful thing is that with practice, anybody can get this. Yeah. Anybody can change their life and how they feel about themselves. So for some people gaining confidence is 
of course, something we aspire to, but it becomes a lot like putting on a new lipstick and, you know, feeling better and more confident, but you haven't actually changed your lips. My lips are still potato chip lips, even if I put lipstick on them, right? <laughs> but I, I've learned to love what is. I love my lips as they are. They have nothing to do with my confidence. Just, you know, a number of years ago, Vicki, before I did this work, I would have gotten on here today and I, I have moved recently. I can't find my lights. I'm sitting in a studio in an office that's not completely set up. I, I got on here and it's freezing. So hence I have 40 layers of clothing on. <laughs> I got on here and I thought, well, I look like um, this old TV show, Elvira, Mistress of the Night. You know, <laughs> too dark. And, and I would have been sweating it. And I would have been thinking more about that than about the fact that I have a chance right now, thanks to you, to convey to people, look, you have what it takes. You are good enough right now. You just have to dig in and learn how to align the truth of who you are with the stories you've been telling about who you are. Yeah. All this, Mistress Elvira, the night, it doesn't matter. So in the past, I would have been fretting about that. Now it's just a thing. It's a fact. The fact is, I don't know where my lights are. The fact <laughs> is, I'm here in front of you. So which am I going to pay attention to? This. Yeah. This is well, the fact favorite. is that you have awesome eye contact. So despite your light, you still engage and connect with us through your passion and your eye contact. Excellent job. And, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about um, mindset and being stuck and all that. It's interesting how people do get in that circle of resistance where they, they can't figure out why they aren't getting anywhere but they keep on doing the same thing over and over and over again. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, years ago, um, my sister said to me, and I think Einstein may have said it first, I don't know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yeah. And we, we absolutely do that. So here's a very quick story. Uh, when years ago, my son and I had a, an avocado and rare fruit ranch together and <laughs> The washing machine and dryer were in the barn, basically, which was filled with tools and, you know, I mean, it was filthy. So, and the washing machine faced and dryer faced all these racks of tools. So when you went to get your wash in or out, you'd have to bend over and shove aside the tools and half the time the clothes would fall on the floor. <laughs> I did this for months, you know, every time saying lots of bad words about <laughs> the laundry. And one day I looked at that laundry set up and I thought, oh my God, I own this. I don't have to keep doing this the same way just because that's how they did it. They left the washer and dryer here. It's my washer and dryer. It's my choice. How can I do this differently? And I moved the darn thing so they faced the other way. Boom, problem solved. But that took a shift in perspective. It took yeah. noticing that actually I was in control and it's the same yeah. thing. We own this stuff. And we don't notice it. And that's how we get trapped in these cycles where we keep doing it. We just think we have to work harder or longer and we're actually not getting anywhere. And then we beat ourselves up more. And the whole thing is just like digging your own grave, really. Yeah, I mean, we sure. don't have to do it. That's the point. But yeah. sometimes we cannot see that other perspective without somebody else's help. Yeah. So I want to talk more about that second one, the self-doubt, the self, 
sabotage, the, you know, lack of self-esteem and confidence that comes from where our minds are, uh, especially after these past couple years, even people who didn't have that are kind of going through that right now. How can we re-energize ourselves, um, you know, and I'm sure it's using the five steps, but you know, how can we really start to reflect on where we are today to be able to know that change has to happen? Well, one really easy thing that most people don't think about is paying attention to when you feel worse about yourself. So are you watching the news a lot and coming out of it feeling like, oh, all is lost? Well, that's one of the worst things that happened during COVID, right? Everybody got hung up on seeing the latest updates. You know, how many more people have died? How many more people are sick? And we got used to having to have the bad news every day, yeah. which then affected us more and more. So just changing your news habit can actually break you free of one of the things that's dragged us all down because we couldn't change that. We could only change our own behavior and knowing all those numbers, which half the time weren't the same, depending on where you were looking at it anyway, it didn't help anybody. You have to pull it into what you can control. And one of the ways I like to do that, Vicki, with my clients is to use a technique that actually Thich Nhat Hanh used with his clients, and that is to do mindful walking. I also call this Zen dogging oh, because I do yeah. it with my dog. And this, oh, is, neat. this is really simple. And most people have to build up to this. So I say, just go for a walk for one minute during that walk. Pay attention to what you're seeing, smelling, and hearing. Mm. And when you get back, write down what you saw, what you smelled, and what you heard in that one minute. Now, I want you to work up to five minutes or more. But for most people, because they've been so in their heads, especially with this negative downward spiral, it's really hard to stop that chatter while you're walking. But if you say, okay, when I get back, I have to write this down, then you can kind of force yourself mm -hmm. to pay attention to those sensory details. Now, when you're paying attention to sensory details, you are not in your head. You are mm -hmm. present in your body and with what's around you. And that's one of the things that was missing over the last few years, right? We might have been present with our worries like, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, my, my nose is running as that is that COVID, but that isn't really being present. That's back up in your head. But when you go for a little walk and you come back and you just write that down and you do that, do that every day for seven days, try to stretch your time. Mm -hmm. You'll get more and more in the habit of being present in what's real. Those mm -hmm. are facts. They're not stories. They're just facts. Yeah. Being aware and awake to the facts is what keeps us out of that negative mindset. So for instance, a lot of times I hear entrepreneurs say, um, I didn't get anything done today. I put off everything that was important. I'm a failure. So, mm -hmm. you know, one thing leads to the other. Those are the dominoes they're setting up. Or somebody said no to me today. I, I was supposed to make five sales calls, 
But after the first one, she just turned me flat down and said, I don't even want to hear about it. And then I knew what's the point. Those are your dominoes then. But if you stop that and you get into your present and you just say, all right, even in my office, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? What's Mm -hmm. what am I touching? Then you pull out of that negative mindset you get into the present and then you can start to realize that that was just a thing. That was just something that happened. That person didn't want to sign up for your program. Okay. They didn't, they weren't a good match. Maybe you could have said things better, but maybe not. It doesn't really matter because now that is in the past. If you keep dragging it forward, affecting all your decisions, then it's no longer in the past. It's affecting you. But really, in truth, it's in the past. Now is the moment you have. Be present, notice things, and then say, okay, now I'll make my next call. Because this call Mm -hmm. is one that I'm doing right now. I can't control that one. I can control this one. Does does that make sense to you? Those are a couple of ways we can start shifting that negative mindset that can completely derail us. Yeah, and that reminded me of one of the things I have a gratitude journal And I, years ago, you know, just started to notice and start my day being grateful. And then I end my day and that brings it back into perspective. And you start to, to understand the small wins that you have. I, I go to a meeting and we talk about each time about our small wins. And there are people that come to that, that are successful and they can't think of anything right off, you know, immediately. And it's, I think, because you're trying to think of grandiose wins Mm -hmm. and, and not, you know, just understanding the fact that you got up and had a breath is, is something to be grateful for. You know, you, you got up and were able to see the sunshine to be grateful for. And that journal, as you said, with your mindful walking allows you to put that in perspective. Absolutely. It's all about gaining that perspective however you can. Um, And I love bookending your day with your gratitude list, starting and ending that way. And even, you know, kind of touching base with it during the day. I take that one step further with my clients, Vicki. I have what I call an active gratitude list. So as the day goes on, as things happen, good, bad, indifferent, I want people to be grateful for them. So you have a call with a client, a wannabe client, and it it doesn't go right. When you get done with that, you are grateful for that. That's active gratitude. It weaves into your life Mm -hmm. because you do not know whether that client was going to be horrible for you, what you're going to learn from that client, if the timing's just wrong for that client, what is going to teach you about your own program and what you're offering. You don't know any of that. But you do know that if you're grateful for it, you'll get the perspective that Mm -hmm. it's okay. Perfect. It is time now for you to tell them about the free gift you have for all our attendees today. So I have found that negative self-talk is one of the most prevalent problems with the people I meet and work with. I've put together a guide, seven steps to silence your inner critic, because that inner critic is in your way, my friend. 
this will get you started. It's just a jump start so that you can see this is possible. If I take these steps, I'm going to be moving forward to shift my inner critic so it's my inner helper. So I'd like people to just sign up. It's just a free gift, no obligation, but it will get you started shifting your talk. Fantastic. And you also have a gift for our VIPs, those that have already signed up. But again, they'll put in the chat um, the link to VIP if you've not signed up yet. So tell us what are the VIPs getting in addition to being uh, getting a recording of this whole summit? Right. Well, of course, they'll get the um, seven steps to silence your inner critic. But I also put together a master class on how to master your entrepreneurial mindset. Now, in truth, the entrepreneurial mindset that's successful is an emotionally healthy mindset. And that's what we unpack during this masterclass. Nice. So by the end of it, you really have these five main steps unpacked, but also four tools that I use with all my clients, which help them shift what it is they're telling themselves so that they can move forward in a way that lasts. And this is where that bit at the beginning, you will end up feeling better about yourself, not just doing better in your jobs and your work, mm. but you feel better about yourself in a way that lasts because you're changing the patterns in your brain. And so that masterclass is extremely helpful for taking people further um, before they're ready to work with me. Awesome. And that does build your confidence. So thank you so much Absolutely. for being such a fantastic guest. What is your final word that you have to say today? You know, life, life is really short. So you have to live it, love it and learn from it. And that means taking charge today, right now of how you're feeling about yourself and doing something about it. If it's not making you happy. And if it's, leaving you feeling unconfident, you can change that starting today. So do it. Awesome. Thank you again. Put in the chat uh, your comments on what you thought of Marcy's talk, and we will get ready for our next speaker coming up. Thank you so much, Marcy, for being such an awesome guest. Thank you, Vicki. Wonderful program. Thank you.